As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm here, so... <laughs> I'm Shea Gibbs and I'm down to dunk. Howdy, Oklahoma. My name is Chet Holmgren, and I'm down to dunk. Dead gum. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. <laughs> I have. I don't, is that like you eat it together? Everybody tells me to get the bag of burgers. I need like a straw. Like. <laughs> Howdy, I, I'm a, I'm an artist on the court. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. My name is Kenrich Williams, and I'm down to dunk. It might be Aaron Wiggins. This is a troll. It's a troll. I'm trolling. Howdy, Papa. Because I, I think it would take away from who he is, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Oklahoma. <laughs> I love Oklahoma to death. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. Perfect. Great. Very good. I like the hat. You like the hat? <laughs> Vava, this is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I've been doing a lot of dunking. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode one, four, two, four of down, two, dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Join this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Slam through. Taylor. He got snubbed in the butt, butt, butt. Guys, I snub, snub, snub. Uh, slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. How do you make your F's whistle? Lit. You went. <laughs> it's a through your teeth. Oh, you just did F. it. I just did it. It's an yeah. F. Yeah. 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 And then follow that up with. Yeah, it feels like we're heading somewhere. We shouldn't yep. go this yeah. early. Four. So, All Stars were named last night, and it's International Snub Day. Yeah, that oh. snubs and snubs, snubs, snubs. That snubs, 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 snubs. Baby, bitch, snub, go. We're gonna head right into Tayshon's to discuss these snubs. Tayshon's back to a bigger mystery. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Tayshawn, and this is my victory dictory. This is from Reddit. Um, Sniffly Moth 416 says If Trey Young doesn't make it as an injury reserve, he'll be the second player in NBA history to average 25 points per game, 10 assists per game, and 55% true shooting to not make the All Star game. Hmm. The first player to do that, can you guess? Any guesses? What were the statistics? 25, 10, and 55% true shooting. Uh, Deion Waiters. Nope. Hold on. Close. Give me a decade. Um, within the last two to 30 years. It's a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'll just tell you. Give me it's, a decade. I'll just tell you. It's Trey Young. Oh. Trey Young is the only player to be snubbed twice so with those on. stats. Oh, twice. If he wow. doesn't make injury reserve this year. Mm-hmm. This is a trick question. <laughs> I agree. So gotcha. Did, did they release, I know I could do just a simple search to find this. Did they release how these guys, like who picked who and who didn't get picked? And like, is this the, the rest of the teams are decided by coaches? Yes, by the coaches. So Yeah, there's no more draft this year. The, the way you would think about, well, what I'm saying is like, this isn't media Oh, okay. Plus coaches. Yeah. So what that says to me is that, like, Trey Young is not a highly valued guy comparatively mm-hmm. uh, by the coaches. And I do think that if you look at, like, J- Julius Randle is for sure going to miss the All-Star game with it, a dislocated shoulder. It's very likely. So at that point, you're going to probably get a replacement. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that's Trey Young. Uh, is he the biggest snub in the East? He is probably the biggest snub in the East. There's not that many guys in the East. No, the only other guy I could think was like Jimmy Butler. Maybe I was going to say Jimmy, but he hurt a lot. He hadn't played enough games, probably. Oh, okay. You also have a lot of people are saying Derek White. Yeah, somebody, but I don't think you can put three Celtics on there, especially Derek White being one of them over Trey. I think I think the zinger you'd put over Derek White. Yeah, he's been. I mean, Derek White's really good. I get it, guys. There are a lot of really good players in the NBA. You were on that Derek White hype train way before. Now I got to slow that train. That train is out of control. Out of control. So I, I don't know. Some I was, of the other guys. I, some I, of the other guys in the East that they're talking about. Scotty Barnes. I don't think the Raptors are good enough. But same argument. I was going to say the Hawks. I. I mean, Scotty's had a great season. Mm-hmm. Scotty's been really good. Miles Turner, Jared Allen. Yeah. I've been really impressed by this. The Cavs not only staying afloat yeah. while their guys were injured, but actually going on a little bit of a run. I think what their top four or five in the East now. and Four seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jared Allen is going to have a chance to be an all-star again. I would like to put Miles Turner in ahead of him, though. <sighs> Miles is fine. Let's just put another Pacer on there. Pacers are are like the, the fun team in the East this year. So, yeah. They're fun. As we always talk about, though, Mm -hmm. is if you're going to put somebody else in, you don't just get to add them to the roster. You have to remove somebody. Mm -hmm. So who would you put Trey Young in over? Well, I mean, luckily in the East, there's already two guys that are going to miss. So Trey may get in by default because Embiid's not going to play and Randall's probably not going to play. Do you think they're going to put in, try to find bigs, though? I don't not think, for the reserve, but... I don't think they care. Okay. 
I don't think they should care. Well, who's going to start in the East then in Embiid's spot? I mean, I'd just slide Bam. Yeah. Were you kind of surprised Julius Randle made it? No, he he's been awesome. Really? Maybe I'm just holding the start of the season over. Yeah, he, Nick, he was like really, really bad. bad the, the Knicks have won nine in a row. Yeah, they're really good. And Julius is OG been. coming over has changed that. That is team. the thing. OG Put OG really in, actually. That's the reason. Randall's been Randall's been awesome. He he deserves to make it. How do we feel about the teams that got two All Stars? So the teams that got two All Stars: the Lakers, the Suns, the Wolves, the Clippers, all in the West got two players. I don't like it. I think Cat is the one that everybody, or at least I would say, is a little bit. I don't know. It's because everybody hates him. And, and he's a good stats. And hates him. <laughs> do you okay? Do you respect him more? Think of it like this: when uh, when your team plays these teams, do you respect this guy? And are you scared of him, Carl Anthony Towns? Uh, respect is is not the way that I would put it, but I mean, do you respect him enough to be like afraid of him as a player? That he's he just so against? when he wants to be, he can be so good offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when he shoots. A three-point shot, it's, I mean, terrifying. Like, I was we were at that game on Monday night, mm-hmm. and that one that he hit that was, like, late in the game, and it was just a, I mean, as soon as it left his hand, as he had any opening, you just knew it was going down. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. him and Jordan McLaughlin, which I also think maybe they should have gotten three based on his performance <laughs> on Monday. He was good. Yeah, I mean, Towns is 22-8-3, shooting 55-44-87. I mean, yeah, he's, that's he's, great. I mean, it's that's really, good. That's very, very good. He's had a good season. He's had an all-star level season. It, the one that's obviously doesn't make sense based on record is the Lakers, but it's hard to deny LeBron and AD. Yeah, I know. Now, the likelihood of both of them, I mean, I, I would assume a LeBron is going to play in the all-star game, but yeah. and they had that weird, I guess they rested the other night against Boston mm-hmm. and then still just ran over the Celtics, which is... One of the strangest losses yeah. of yeah, the year. Was a, that was a really weird one. Kind of like night. the Thunder. It's Pistons. also gotten to the point in the season where LeBron's being weird and cryptic on Twitter, and then mm-hmm. he's unhappy with. Yeah, the but team. somebody said that the time the time thing was just because he was doing some partnership with DraftKings or something. I don't know. And now what happened? It's still cryptic. Still cryptic. Still cryptic. There's also some guy out there. That. Have you seen this tweet floating around? Is some guy that apparently accurately predicted. Mm-hmm. Him going back yeah. to the Cavs, him going to the Heat, and a couple other things saying that they've got a trade partner for the Lakers to get LeBron. Mm-hmm. Doesn't I don't have any clue why they would do that. But I mean, he's a free agent after this season's over. Where would so. he go? Who could give him a opportunity to win a championship mm-hmm. and give the Lakers what they would feel like? Was it not – you can't – do comparable or equal value. Yeah, you, I mean, especially on an expiring contract, 39 years old. Like, what are you really going to give? Everything? I mean, I wouldn't give everything. Not but, everything? But, I mean, Miami? Because he could just because he could, he could just sign Probably somewhere new next season. Yeah. So, you're basically like... We're talking about who would get him th- right now this year or who would get him where, <coughs> where he would re-sign next year. 
Yeah, three month rental maybe. How much would you pay uh, yeah, for a three month rental of LeBron? He does talk about the fact that he wants to go play with Bronny and where does Bronny get? But we don't. I, it sounds. I don't know. If Bronny's even coming uh, out after one year. He's had such a strange year at USC this year. So it sounds like something a team that would do it would have to be really stupid and have to um, kind of make stupid decisions like this in its past. The Mavs, the New York Knicks. I think they would do it. The Knicks have turned over a new leaf, man. They haven't done anything dumb in a long time. I know. They're, but but they're they due. Also, but any of their younger assets <laughs> that they would trade over to the Lakers, they're gone. Like, they got rid of Randall, or excuse me, of R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly. Like, who would they, mm-hmm. who do the Lakers want? I know the Knicks have some picks. I actually could see, yeah. I could see him signing picks. there at the, like, if not trading and signing their next season. I do think that they would be, if they could keep Randall, Brunson, OG, and then add LeBron to that mix, I think that that's a pretty legit. <laughs> yeah. What a York funny conversation! But I don't know. I I can't imagine that this would happen. Unless I mean, he's they have the eighteen, they have the eighteen point eight million Evan Fournier contract, which is helpful. They have. Let's see. You think there's any, but. Josh Hart makes 12.9. Is there any reality to that? To what? Idea that the Lakers would trade him? I mean, if if LeBron told them to. And hey, I'm not like, going to sign I, here. You like, I'm leaving. It's up it to seems, you. It seems more like he would just tell them, fire the coach and get a new coach. Let someone else. He might uh, do that and then still leave. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like, True. this is classic LeBron here, is that he bleeds the team dry of assets. Mm-hmm. Puts them in a position where you know you're not going to win, and then he leaves. And then he's mad, and then he leaves. Yeah. He this could is... go back to Cleveland. Cleveland could put together a pretty decent little package. But why yeah. would you? I, it would be really dumb, I think, to trade, do do the exact same thing, bleed your team dry to get him for mm-hmm. three months where he could just leave, and then yeah, like, what that, could possibly be worth that? I mean, a championship for some teams? No, it's not. Can a 39-year-old LeBron James lead your team to a title? Not by himself, but if he joins a team that is already... Yeah, but you got to trade so many assets I that mean, would he has help been you get there unbelievable to do this year. He's been good. He's been good, for sure. He's been, he's been very, very good. Yeah. 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 He's just old. Anyway, any other schnubs? I mean, there's plenty of snubs out there. Well, this give is them to International me. Snub Day. Woohoo! I love Snub Day. Some people say Rudy Gobert is one of the biggest snubs. Nope, that's just fine. No one wants to watch Rudy Gobert in the All Star game. <clears throat> uh, Brandon Ingram? No. I mean, fine. You could make a case for any of these guys. Who does who not, you taking out? Yeah, I was about to say, who does not deserve to be in comparatively? You would say Cat, probably. Cat. Would you replace Cat, replace Cat with Brandon Ingram? Sure, Maybe. whatever. Would you replace the other ones, De'Aaron Fox? Like, the Kings don't have anybody. I know. Fox and Sabonis both have been really good this year. Snubbed. Snubbed. Absolutely snubbed. Uh, Larry Marketing has had a great season. Yeah. Snubbed. Snubbed. So Um, who do you... Jamal Murray? Snubbed. Anybody not going to play in the West? Uh, I mean, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard are always on the list. Anthony Davis is always (laughs) on the list. Uh, That's why... Can we... Dude, I'm sorry I'm on this tangent mm-hmm. tangent game today. Mm-hmm. Alex Spears. Mm-hmm. I'm coming after you, buddy. No. Oh. Like, 
it is justifiable that there is a healthy fear towards what the Clippers are doing on the court right now. Mm -hmm. And to look forward and say, man, that's the team that I'm the most nervous about the Thunder pulling in the first round or even however. Sure. But we cannot ignore every single offseason or postseason that they've had. I'm with you with this. It's like maybe slow down on the hype train for the Clippers until they are healthy for yeah. <clears throat> yeah. any amount of time yeah. consecutively. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Because they are. I think they're the best team in the league right now. But it's just I don't trust them. Wish you loved this. Wish you would support our team. I do. I do. No, I'm, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid of the Clippers too. I am too. Kawhi, but. Kawhi's game totals since 2017-18. So this is five years. 52, 52, 57, 60, and then nine. Not 69, but 60, and then nine. <laughs> um, Still 69. He's already played 42 games. Do we do we believe that he's gonna play seventy eight games and then play all of the playoffs when like his knee problem is not just like oh it's taken care of like they say this is like chronic and something that is going to get mm. worse with time and so like, do we really believe that he's gonna play I I need to see it to believe it. Like, mm-hmm. like if the if the playoffs started today, yeah, we everybody would fear the Clippers, but it's all wait and see. Like I'm not, I'm not, I can't, you can't project them. Even Paul George, I and mean, how many times has Paul George gotten to the postseason, and he's too banged up to be a, effective? Yeah, yeah, it's happened a lot. Also, James Harden just not, and also James Harden <laughs> is gonna find some way to poop out of the toilet in the playoffs. Yeah. Poop out of my the toilet. <laughs> You've made How that did that happen? Times. My, my butt was on the toilet. Is there something <laughs> I missed? I mean, that tells me that you haven't listened to the Monday podcast in two weeks. I did. Because Michele mentioned it. He said it, it is an Italian phrase. Okay. Like, okay. that's how it translates to English. I know you said that phrase. I just didn't see the Italian yeah. the part of it. Yeah. I didn't listen in 10 How do you say it in Italian? Poop out of the toilet is an Italian phrase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. It's like we say, like, wet the bed or something. Like, oh, oh man, that guy wet the bed. Hey, you, the Lakers really wet the bed. They poop out of the toilet. James I mean, Harden poops out of the toilet English, every postseason. Yeah, he poops out of the toilet every single postseason. If it's a game seven, poop all over the ground, just yeah. around the side of the toilet. Yeah. Dang. That's, yeah. You know, it looks... Yeah, it's a terrible sight. Any other snubs? It's a terrible sight. Um, Shangun? Nope. No. Uh-huh. Wimby? Can't. No. 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 Kate Cunningham? You know, Kate Cunningham. it used to matter. It still matters if your team is like good. Jalen Duran? Because you're good. Yeah, what team on here is the worst team with an all-star? The Magic? Um, Pacers? No, Pacers are 60, Ma- dude. I know, but I'm saying, like, you still have to have a worst team. I mean, Laker? I mean, Lakers. honestly, yeah, you know who Lakers. it is? Lakers. It's the Warriors. Oh, yeah, oh, Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, not wild. It's the Warriors. I have the worst team to have a player in the All Star game. Yeah, that's one where it's like, I mean, definitely legacy. If Steph was just having this season and had never made an All Star game before, he would not make it this year. Yeah. No, you're right. He's had a good season, but there's just ain't no way that he would make it. But here he is. 
He is a legend and awesome. And he deserves to be in the All-Star game. Yeah. It goes back to like that. You know, I think they oh you always try to put Trey Young in that conversation of shooters with like Dame and Steph and like he can shoot from anywhere mm-hmm. on the court. But the way he shoots from anywhere on the court is not the same as the as where Dame and Steph shoot anywhere on the court. Mm-hmm. And you can see that by how the co- the coaches think of him. Mm-hmm. Cuz they do not I wonder if coaches even considered putting him as an all-star. They probably did, but not for very long. I think he's the type of player that coaches just don't... Maybe they think it's easy to scheme him out, or we don't really have to worry about him mm-hmm. that much. Yeah. He's he's really good. He's really good, but when we play the Hawks... He's also kind of hateable. <laughs> very hateable. And I don't... I just don't consider him as much a threat as maybe his stats should make me feel when OKC plays Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, and their their team just stinks, too. Yeah. You know. Let's see, where where are they at? Yeah, they're 20 and 27. I mean, come on. Still in the play-in. Come on. LaMelo snub. Snell could s- sneak up and do some damage. They could sneak up and do damage. Yeah, I think I think that's a probably pretty comprehensive snub list. What about Zion? Zion snubbed? No, I mean Zion. He hadn't played enough. Um, Come on, man. J J Dub snub? J snub? I think the J Dub snub. Y'all talked about this on. I think he I, the I, Zach Lowe podcast. I but people just don't know yet. People just don't know. I don't know how you don't know, but Dub not being invited to the Team USA. That's the biggest so snub. That's forty one players, and J Dub didn't make it. Snub. That's a snubbing. That's a snub. That's a snub. And you take all the international players out of the pool. Yeah, too. that's a snubbing. Wow, that's a J snub. Oh, that. that's his new nickname. You Make the shirts, J snub. Why are you so efficient? J snub. Uh, Chet. Nah, nah. I get it. It gets hard because once again, who are you going to replace? Cat with Chet. Feels a little early to do that, but. No, I mean, no, I would I on a personal level. Yeah. I'd replace everyone on the West with our entire team. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. I agree. Isaiah Joe? Snub. They're all there. Snubbed. Mitich. Aaron Wiggins? Snubbed. Hey, oh, man. Aaron Wiggins definitely snubbed. Yeah, he was snubbed. Do you think he feels snubbed? No. I think yeah. he is so excited to be able to not... Like either just go to vet because dude, if you're so if you're an NBA player, mm-hmm. a lot of guys on All Star Weekend will travel out of town, right? Yeah, Cabo. Is it? Am I mistaking the Super Bowl for All Star? Where's the All Star Weekend this week? Indianapolis. Ah, Indianapolis. You are. Okay, never mind. I thought it was in Vegas. I was like, everybody's going to Vegas. Nope, Indianapolis. Yeah, not quite as fun. That's right because they put it. Did you just break it? No, I'm telling you, I didn't touch anything. I am purposefully not Jay? touching this table. I disagree. <laughs> you are you. You've, you're leaning because you're you're not putting feet. What do on you the want bottom, me to do? You're leaning too heavy on the top. You're breaking the top. Just stop breaking stuff. That's what we want you to do. <laughs> Just be a respectful. Just be a guest. guys. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you, but Andrew doesn't. I'm working on it. What a good win for the Thunder on Wednesday night, huh? Yeah, solid, solid. Obviously, no Jokic, but the Thunder didn't have Dub, didn't have done, Joe. And we're out of January. January, I don't know if you guys knew, two years long. Oh, two man. Years. This one was two years long. So many games. 
17 games, five back-to-backs, 11 road games. Ugh. Woo! You could see it on their faces. Terrible weather. The weather was terrible. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, don't even get me started on the weather and my dreams about it. You have no idea how many of those guys are trying dry, dry January. Changes the game for them. I saw I saw a stat that um, 50... It was like a third or 50% of... People that regularly drink were trying dry January this yeah, year. I don't know, know what, how they found you know that. What that out. leads to wet February. Yeah, <laughs> just sopping. Mo- <laughs> really moist February. That's what, they, that's what they call it. That's what they call it. Wet February. Uh, but it was a good. It was a good win. They needed that. I mean, they needed to win that game, especially without Jokic. It was a. It was a weird game. It was an ugly game for the most part. Shea was ridiculous. I mean, Shea, honestly, I believe, is the second-best player in the NBA. Like, he's so incredibly consistent. He has the most 30-point games this season of anybody. His defense has been really good. His passing has been really good. He, I mean, all-star starter and, like, deserves it. Like, he's much better than, like, all the other guys yes. in the West, like a lot of the other guards. I mean, he's... He's probably minimally two in the MPP voting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think Embiid is going to, from what, I know that there's a lot of mixed kind of what, how severe was the injury, but like a slight tear in the meniscus, which is one of the potential things. Like he's mm-hmm. going to miss minimally the amount of games that it takes mm-hmm. to qualify for that. So then it's Jokic. If the Thunder finished the season with a better record than Jokic and Shea is doing this for the entire, I don't know, I think there are going to be people because Jokic already has two. I know fatigue. If, if the th- if the Thunder finish higher, he'll win MPP fatigue. He'll win the MVP this season. Well, yeah. Hey, and do you think that is cool? I would say it's cool. Do you like that? I would say I like it. I like it. Man, that's I like some great question. Like MPP. Yeah. J M. S G A S G A M P P. J um J. Che, che, um, S G A M V P. Chant it when he's at free throw line. They do. Yeah. Well, they just M V P. No. S G A. Che V P. It's really hard. Che. And then just a big sigh. V P. I'm sorry. Just a collective sigh. Che. Now, I'll tell you, though, and did you go to the Nuggets game, Andrew? The arena? Wowzers. Monday night felt like a legit playoff game. It was loud. Not not a lot of people in the upper deck, though. What? Yeah. Huh? Not a lot of people in the upper deck. Oh, what? sorry. He didn't hear you. <laughs> Jay B. <What? sighs> it was it was loud. It was definitely loud. It wasn't like a hundred percent full though. And then, not, I mean, I don't know. I just heard when, when Chad hit that three towards the end of the game. It got loud. It definitely forget, got loud. I think, I think you forget what playoff games actually sound like. Like, I you just, think it was like playoff games? All game? I'm trying to say, I what I'm trying wrong. to lead yeah, up to, I think, we have guys, forgotten. I think it's, it's been a long time. I think you forgot. I think it's going to be real hyped this offseason or this postseason. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be wild. Oh, man. yeah, baby. If we can be. get, do you think we'll get $10 playoff game tickets again this year? No, oh, man, I don't know. I think we could, because they've. I mean, tickets have been cheap again this year. Yeah, but I think maybe we'll get fifteen twenty dollar 
playoff game tickets. And if that's the case, sellouts, baby. Sell I mean, outs. they're better. So, I mean, you have to sell out the playoffs. Yeah. You sell can't outs. sell out the playoffs. You're in sell trouble. Sell out. They should, but they should sell out against the the Wolves and the Nuggets. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, those are big, big games against like the top of the West. And you're at the top of the yeah, West. Yeah, but I think it's still, I think it's still like the people that are coming back around this we season. just got back on that new channel. Yeah. And the people that are coming back around, they may not be like, you know, they know that the Thunder are good, but they may not know how good the Wolves are because why would you assume that if you haven't been around in a minute? Yeah. The I Nuggets. Plus, you I mean, know. the Nuggets won the championship. Plus, the other, thing, the other thing is that a lot of people right now are focusing on football. They're all looking at the football and the Taylor Swifts. And that once that's hey. over, then they're going to be like, hey. hey, what about the NBA? And then, yeah. Well. Can I tell you a pet peeve? I don't like when people are like, the Taylor Swifts of the world, the, you know, Karl Marx of the world. You know what they say. Okay. Like the, the, of the I don't world. like when they do the the thing of the world and then they just name the list of all the people they're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the best players in the NBA, the LeBron James of the world, the Lucas of the world, the SGAs of the world. It's like, okay, you just name the whole list and the point of that, you know, phrase is to imply everyone else that's in that category with that person. Mm-hmm. Just peeves me off, man. Who does that? Uh, a lot of sports media, like a lot of people in sports mm-hmm. media, just do that. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty common thing on radio shows and ESPN and stuff. Hmm. So I don't like it. The ESPNs of the world. Exactly. Yeah. The ESPNs of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's just. I'm sorry you have to deal with I that. Big pet peeve. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you, even though I don't know if I said that exactly. <laughs> I think I said the Taylor Swifts. No. Yeah. You you said the Taylor Swifts, the st- and well, that's what made me think. Let me st- you know Taylor Swift and her Swifties. Oh, okay, the Swifties. Hey, also, uh, did you say Karl Marx? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. You I've know, never, I, maybe you have, but I've never heard somebody say, it's the Karl Marx of the world. The, you know, the Karl Marx of the world, the whoever else. <laughs> trying to think. I can't do that one. This take was pretty bad. Yeah. No, no, no. The pet peeve was good. Mm. Uh, how often does it happen to you, really? It's happened three times this past week. Did somebody uh, say Karl Marx? And you're just driving and just like raging. Ah! Yeah. So peeved. Just don't okay, just say the list. Just say the list. Don't don't add of the world to every name that you say. My biggest pet peeve is when people put eyelashes on their car. That's a big one. Oh, it, that is a bad one. It only happens on slug bugs. VW bugs. Slug yeah. bugs. I've seen it on others and it's Oh, that's just How do you feel about like uh, reindeer? Like the antlers and <laughs> also out antlers on, and stuff. I'm also out on that. Not the animal themselves. I, I'm pretty indifferent to them. The best thing about rain, not reindeer, but you know the light reindeer, like that are like light yeah. Christmas lights shaped like reindeer, mm-hmm. going around in high school and making them hump. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except when you get chased. You did get. We got chased once. Really? Yeah. By a homeowner. Yeah, we just got on the by highway. what? By a homeowner, we just got oh, on the highway and just started driving until he just said they're never going to stop. <laughs> That's the weirdest way you could. You said one one word. You took two and made one yeah. homeowner. That's the Andrew Schleck special. Homo, by the way. Homeowner is one word. Homeowner, home, homeowner, owner. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Maybe homeowner, homeowner. But, but Have homeowner I been saying it wrong home. this whole time? Homeowner, homeowner. Yeah. Home yeah. 
Um, it might not be one word. I don't know. So like bookkeeper. You bookkeeper. said that with such confidence, as did I. Feels right. Neither bookkeeper. one of us are It is one word. It, it is, is one word. Boom. Boom. Luke. One. And J. Zero. Can you give me a... Uh, <laughs> How do you get points that? for this? I think I it's said it's one word. Homeowner. Homeowner. It is. It's homeowner. Bookkeeper. I said it's one word. That's why I got the point. Bookkeeper. What's yeah. a good one, dude? Uh, all right. Beekeeper. Uh, Beekeeper. That, was, that one still feels normal. Beekeeper. Okay, that felt a little less normal. Ah, uh, you about to get some advice if I can find it, and I'm about to. Let me tell you about it. He wants someone wants some wisdom. David asks, he's con- or he says he's considering purchasing his first house, but he's concerned about starting this endeavor before he's more established in his career and relationships. Mm-hmm. Also, after hearing some of the Miffed and Peeve stories about home ownership. <laughs> I'm worried about the mishaps that can happen. Coming up. Any advice on the process would be appreciated. Thanks for doing the pod. You're welcome. You I know, mean, my, my dad bought a house before he knew who my mom was, before he had a family, everything yeah. like that. And he bought a house big enough for a whole family. And, yeah. And they still live in that house. Wow. Seriously. Still the same house. That wow. was probably wow. different, though, because oh, yeah, definitely you, could buy, you could buy it, it for like... Was. The house is probably $30,000. Yeah, yeah, it has a two-story, four-bedroom house on a lake with a with a huge backyard. Yeah. Paid for it one paycheck. Yeah, it was, was probably $70,000. <laughs> I Now, to be fair, the interest rate was probably in like the teens. It was in the 80s, though. In the teens. In the teens, oh, yeah. Really? Back then. That's another, that's another reason why you might wait a little bit right now. So the interest rate is like interest rates are bad. Really There's a high. chance that they're going to be reduced at some point. Although the Fed is kind of waffling on that, I but know. Oh, man. likelihood that they may be decreased this year. Yeah. So the thing, uh, if you can, you know, getting a nice starter home, even though now that's still prohibitively expensive <laughs> for a ton of people, is great. Because um, what it basically is, in if you can do it, it's like a forced savings plan mm-hmm. like you have to yeah that's a good word put money into this you have to do it you mm-hmm. cannot you you know you have to budget for it it's like number one in your budget and but at the end of it you know if you put money into it and you're there for you know five years mm-hmm. ten years that is you're going to have a nice chunk of change there yep. that when you sell it you can then put down payment on you know perhaps a different house, a bigger house that can fit your growing family life. That's 100%. how you do it. The chunk uh, of change is uh, also called equity. Yes, I would. I Equities would. Of the I world. agree. That's, I mean, this is what that's what Amy and I did. But we were also married when we bought our first house. But mm-hmm. we were really young. But we. I was. I it was about nine years ago. Well, that's well, yeah. When I bought my house that was in the village, mm-hmm. and then um, went there, and uh, glad I did it. It yeah, good. it was good. Yeah. Well, and it's 99.9% of the time, homes are like one of the most like guaranteed appreciating values. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Cars, you buy it off a lot, it's going to depreciate within... You drive it off. Yeah, Second. You drive it off. Seconds. It's, it's, Almost yeah. everything else is depreciating, but a house, in theory, I know there's been times where the market, like the 08 financial crisis, the housing market was where most of the loss started. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, obviously houses lost some of their value. But if you look over the last three or four years, it puts a lot of people in a bind that are trying to be first-time homeowners because it's 
the cost for houses have grown oh, yeah. 30, it's wild. 30% for us, I think, yeah, yeah. at our house. And But if you can get in, if you're able to do it, I would try to maybe wait until interest rates did decrease a little bit. But if mm-hmm. you can get in now, do it. It's going to appreciate. The other thing, if you're handy. And then rent it. If you can, if you cannot need the equity from the house to buy your next house, mm-hmm. if you can if you can rent houses, that is mm-hmm. that's where it's at. Yeah. The other thing is that if you start uh, get a house that like you would deem like a fixer upper that you know you can buy for cheaper and yep. redo it while you're living there. Slowly but surely. Andrew, you know about that. The house before this one, you had to do some work on. Yeah, we did a lot we of work. We had to tear out a, uh, a pee-pee carpet. We did. Pee-pee tear out carpet. A pee-pee. And we did a lot of work on this house, too. And so if you do that, oh, really? that is a really good uh, thing to do. Even if you have to take your time. Yeah. Right? The, the failure, like the hard thing for like my family is we don't have patience when it comes to wanting to live into a house. So it's like we bought the current house we had. We were with our grandma for a while, and we just... We wanted everything basically to be done oh, yeah. before you move in. Because the likelihood, some people like the Schlecks are a little bit different, but the likelihood is once you move in, you kind of become normalized to the house. And so yeah. you don't, you'll do more before you oh, yeah. move into the house than you do like the first five years of being like in when the I, house. Like mm-hmm. when I moved into where I live now, I didn't move in for the first three months because you I like had, gutted the whole house basically. Yes. And, uh, and during that time, I lived at my parents' house and it was terrible. So I did that and going back and forth <laughs> and it all the time. It was terrible. Hey, but, let's uh, uh, let's take a quick break. Can we come back? We're going to do some Twitter questions. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Jimmy. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we're back, and uh, it's time the, for so what? Where's my song, baby? You not playing my song? I, I'm trying to intro the song. Oh, well, play it, baby. I would imagine, <laughs> Jimmy. Play the song. You got questions, and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. Our first Twitter question comes from at FergieFresh24, who doesn't have a question. So it's not really a question, but my wife, my wife, will be having our second daughter in the morning. G and Bede over here. Wow. Keep up the good work, gents. Wow. Thanks for keeping us all entertained all these years. Two daughter crew, what's up? Two scoops. Two scoops, a girl. Let's go to our next. Congrats. Congrats over there. Hey, guys. Puxatani Phil this yeah. morning did not see his shadow. Breaking news <gasps> from Adam Schefter. So what is that? The, the, Adam Schefter? The, 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 Early spring. The, Get out of here, the, Adam Schefter. The hamster? The Adam Schefter. The, the groundhog. Girl, groundhog. The groundhog. Guinea pig. Get out of here. So wait, what does it mean again? I so forget. I told year. you. He didn't see a shadow. That Early means- spring. Wow, oh, we've hey, we've already been experiencing early spring this week, haven't we, boys? It's been a beautiful week. Been beautiful. Been, been just been beautiful. beautiful. It's been just beautiful. Hey, our next um, <laughs> next Twitter question. Two scoops. Two scoops <laughs> comes from at Zach Deeg. He says, "Are we sure that J Dub won't be better than SGA in five years?" <laughs> I mean, you can't be sure. I mean, but he didn't even get invited to the NBA freaking Olympic thing. Dude, yeah. SGA might win MVP. It's just going to fuel his fire. I think J-Dub is going to be really, really good. Because his fire's fueled right now. Shea is. We're going to rest on his laurels. Year two, J-Dub, 18-4-4. Four four. Oh, no. 53-45-80. He's about to give you year two Shea, and then. It's like four points. Year two Shea. 19, oh. 5, and 3, shooting 47, 34, 80. He was pretty good in year two. Very good in year two. That was his first year here, if yep. you don't remember. 
I tried to block out most of that year. Really? Wasn't that COVID? No, a, that yeah, but that yeah. was Chris Paul year. That was pretty fun. There was a it was lot fun. Going really there was a lot going on, Jay. I forgive you. I thank you. Uh, this is such a fun year until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> that season was so fun, and then it was like, up oh, man, the whole world's ruined. Yep. That was still that was a fun playoff series, though. The bubble, the Rockets one, the bubble yeah. in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, uh, I think it is so far and away unlikely that 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 J is this good. I mean, to predict that he makes the just like this jump to being literally the second best player. I mean, he would have to be the best player in the league. Like yeah. if he's better than Shea, that means that J Dub is the best player in the NBA. It is highly unlikely. Is it impossible? No, but it is like so far and away unlikely. I can't even express it because the likelihood that Shea was going to become this was like minuscule. And I think that you know? J Dub's efficient. J Dub can be this efficient because SGA is on this team. Huh. If he was the number one guy. It and ha- would have to just put up more shots per night. It's hard to imagine that he could keep this efficiency up. I kind of disagree. I can only, really. I can only. Imagine. So if he was just if he was doing twenty to twenty five shots a game, number one guy. I mean, everybody's efficiency is going to go down whenever they have more volume. Yeah, but I think, like, I think he's better than like Cade Cunningham and guys like that. Oh yeah. Like, like I think if he was on the Pistons and that was his team, he would be. Very efficient and probably like 20, 27, yeah. 7, and 7. Like, I think that that's not impossible. Damn. And and I guess it would what's, – what's Shea – do you have this year up efficiency? Uh, yeah, I do. He's uh, 31 points on 54, 34, 89. Mm. 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 54 is wild. Mm. Yeah, you, that's much higher than I thought it was. Yeah, he is, and a lot of it is like in the restricted area. He's like seventy four percent. I mean, mm, it's, it's ridiculous. Out, it's outrageous, mm, and he and he shoots the most shots of any guard in the restricted area mm. in the league. He, I mean, fifty four percent is a career high from the field. Mm. His second year, he was forty seven percent from the field. Mm-hmm. Congrats! Congratulations, Shay. Way to go, man. Hey, keep it up. <laughs> Let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Aaron underscore Toller, who says, On the way to school yesterday, my seven-year-old son asked me if Michitz chose number 29 because he was 29 years old. Did Davis choose number nine because he has nine fingers? I didn't even know this was a thing. And guess what? I don't know, can't speak to why he chose that number, but he, he technically does... He does. He did. He lost part of his ring finger in a yeah. wood cutting accident. Does he technically? It's still a finger, though. It's still. It's like a. He lost it right below the knuckle. Yeah. First knuckle. The Wait. First is that knuckle. your first knuckle? Where do you start counting? From the uh, base knuckle or a, from the fingertip? We're talking. I don't know. I Wait. think I I count from the base knuckle. Then it right up. I think it was right. Like look. Is it the third? Between the second and third knuckle. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, first knuckle would be. You don't even count base knuckles first knuckle. That's just knuckle. That's your knuckle. That's knuckle. First yeah. knuckle. First knuckle it has to be one of these two. Yeah, I think right above the first knuckle. I don't know. Is that knuckle ground? The is middle that ground, knuckle. How ground about, zero knuckle? The middle knuckle. Yes. 
Which one's zero? Base knuckle, zero. That's <laughs> ground zero, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's then, ground zero. So right above the first knuckle, between the first and the second knuckle. If you're watching on YouTube, I've put a picture of Davis Bertans up on... Up and on, you the, can see. Uh, on the YouTube. And, you can and I see. did not know that either. Did any of us know this? No. Or today? It's a moose knuckle. I feel like I, when you read the story this morning, I feel like I've read that story before, but huh. I didn't. It's not something that I retained. If Fred Katz were here, we would have known about this. For sure. First day. Yeah, definitely. True. We would have had 2,000 yeah. words on, on knuckles. Well. Yesterday, Fred Katz on the tampering show, you should all go listen to it. He was talking about trades, and he was like, I'm not sure if we're going to get a lot of hot action between teams. Whoa, man, Fred! And then Fred. we, and the rest of the show, like I was in, we have like a chat going on, like during the pod, like behind the scenes, so like he can, I'm just typing, just hot action, just over and over. Again. Hey, if if anyone knows uh, hot action when he sees it, it's Fred. Yeah, no, we freaky Fred. That was kind of the understood joke, <laughs> huh? Just let me state, let me state it for you. <laughs> I mean, no telling where the link to the Davis Bertans article would have taken us. Hey, different kind of knuckle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the next Twitter question. It comes from at Johnny Thunder 16, who wants to know what's your favorite part of the game day peak experience as a media member? Um, honestly, everything. I, I probably my favorite thing is just not anything you just did that I enjoy. <laughs> God, stop. Let me get that spot the, for you. Deep doing, tissue. Everything you're doing makes me uncomfortable <laughs> right now. <laughs> stop. Hit, hit, me, hit me right there. What's hit me right there. No, oh, no, higher. Andrew. Do you like it? Don't do that. Kinda do you like it, it when I come and say hi to you guys? Kind of need it. I do like that. Definitely. Yeah, I love I love everything about it. I mean, it's great. I love standing on the court before the game, watching the guys warm up, talking talking to people. Well, your favorite part of media day by. has to be when Jay comes and says hi. <laughs> I do love media dining; is great. Where is that? I do love the snacks. It's like I mean, it's like in like the the back part of the arena. There, can you serve like, so, like what kind of food are we like? Or is it, can you have like? Dinner or is it just yeah. snacks? Yeah, it's dinner. What, like kind, what, of, what kind of dinner? What kind of dinner are we talking about? Like, I mean, like they had like sandwiches. No, they had no, no, no. They had, so they had a on Monday they had meatloaf and mashed potatoes mm. and too much stuff. Too they, much. I, I love meatloaf. I do too. Yeah, meatloaf is hard too to much. make. It was pretty good. They had like um, a pork loin and okay. new potatoes Ooh. and broccoli on Wednesday. Oh, they'll do like burgers sometimes. Too much? They'll do. I just would think like that feels more sit downy, and yeah. I'm thinking of something you just grab, grab and go. No, no, no. We no sit, you there, there are tables that we sit down. I at. understand that you can do that, but I still feel like I would that's just. What, that's what everybody does. Like I don't go to the. I'm not going to the arena and like, hey, do you? Where's the? Sorry, where's the meat? Where's loaf the loaf? Potatoes. You're like, oh, where's the meatloaf? You got to grab well, like, one. We're real not quick. like taking it and like sitting in our. Like there's like. I understand. I understand. It still feels weird to me. Can it just be weird to me? No, no. We I don't like it. it. I don't like it. You know, I don't I would, like it. Meatloaf, one weird. of those foods like pizza, hard to ha- unless uh, we're assuming it's always cooked all the way through. Hard to have a bad meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, the, the best thing they've ever served is this uh, Mexican casserole that we call Mexican barf. Yeah, because it just looks it just looks really gross, but it is so good. Just reminds me of a school 
like and a so, school lunch or something. Who started yeah. calling it Mexican barf? You, Andrew. You. <laughs> it Did was, you christen it? This Mexican was barf? this was years ago. I can't remember who started calling. I think it might have been Royce that called it Mexican. That does feel barf. like a Royce thing. Yeah. You put ketchup on it. Yeah, he definitely puts ketchup on it. I don't. I mean, but really? he puts ketchup really? on everything. Really, he's so, not, not he's a salsa. So great. Not yeah. a salsa. Yeah, he's great. I put salsa. That's Andrew's yeah, buddy. I like I, every time I come up there, they're sitting next to each other. It's great. Although he had, he doesn't have dark mode on his computer, and it really freaked me out when yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Like his Twitter is like wow, really? blazing white. That's right. really? mine too. I was like, really? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just it's better in every way. He actually yeah. had a great reason, but I'm not going to share it on the pod because it's kind of offensive. Oh, but. never mind. Mine's dark mode. No, he said, he was like, this one feels like actual Twitter. When it goes into dark mode, it feels like X, and I just can't do that. I've had, oh, mine, and I've had mine for years. I was going to say dark mode for I know, years but it and still years. made sense. I was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah sure. It. It's a branding thing for Royce. He's, yeah, he's wrong, Man, but that's okay. Can we talk about, I mean, how many, how many, I don't even know if I would be in this podcast if it wasn't for Daily Thunder. Yeah. It's just like the, you know, groundbreaking. Yeah. They broke ground. They broke it. He broke ground. Yeah, he broke ground. Well, well. Hey, mashed, I got a question for potatoes you. Potatoes and meatloaf. No, I like pre-game. That. that just feels too heavy. That's what I'm going. I for. don't think meatloaf is that heavy. Mashed potatoes and meatloaf. I mean, That's it a is a loaf meal. of meat. It's pretty heavy. It's not heavy. mashed potatoes are heavy. I don't think heavy. so. I don't feel, see that What's as heavy a heavy to you? meal. What's heavy to you? A to heavy, me? heavy meal like. Uh, Beef is you're just saying beef. Beef is heavy. Mashed potatoes actually the two of those is what feels heavier. Really? Really? Yeah. Because I, I think like uh like a mac and cheese would be pretty heavy. Yeah. You know? Sure. That'd weigh you down. It's the cheese though, I think, that does it. I think it's the carbs no, that would carbs. Like that. I think it's I ate a pretzel. Heavy? No. That's perfect. <sighs> Yeah. I ate a pretzel. Although <laughs> <laughs> I ate a pretzel. I'll say, dude, I had the cheese. I was a little, I was a little murfed and perfed about this. Oh yeah, I had the cheese sauce, right? Because you got to get the cheese. The cheese get, sauce with the pretzel. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got to get salted and I got to get cheese. Anybody go unsalted? No cheese. No, no, I go salted and mustard unless it's like beer cheese, like a, a nice cheese, a nice pretzel. I don't cheese. know. This was like stadium cheese it was still yeah, really good yeah, I like but it. i was I like trying because like you know yeah like, it's a thunder game i need a tray at my seat to be honest with you but i'm so i'm trying to like hold this pretzel and i've got the cheese in the other hand mm. and we got a cup holder where i sat and so i got you know my beverage there and mm-hmm. uh i dropped the lid of the cheese mm. and it falls flat on its cheese che- down cheese down cheese down on yeah. the floor that's a slipping hazard right underneath me <laughs> Cheese down, cheese down. And of course, because I'm still a child, is I don't bring napkins with me. Why would I have a napkin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're wearing clothes. Because so, you're not, then the you're whole not, rest you're not preparing the, to fail. No, this is the whole second half of the game. There's just cheese right where I stand. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I'm like straddling it the whole rest of the game. And, and Total inconvenience. You'd imagine also on your face. You no, don't have I napkin. did okay. I did okay. That I used my shirt for. No, Jay's got a long tongue. He can basically reach any spot of his face. Kind of like a lizard. Yeah, or a giraffe. Or an anteater. Ooh, a giraffe. That's more fitting. Anteater. 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 One word. <clears throat> One word. So, but did you survive the cheese yeah, down? I, <laughs> I probably, honestly, I probably had cheese in the bottom of my shoe because I think it's inevitable I had to see it. Oh, I, I had no. To, I had to so did it, it. did it ruin your game experience? No, no, no. It just, 
But just were you maybe, miffed? No. Do you even get it? Were you even so bothered that you were miffed? Ah, for a second. I got another funny story. So the guy next to me. Yeah, because that one was hilarious. <laughs> if it's as good as that one, oh, man. we Please really need to hear it. it. So the guy next to me was working on an in-game parlay where like you bet on, okay, Shea has to score X amount of points and Cat has to score this amount of points and each one, you know, parlay, how that works. You definitely know how. Uh, but one of them was... So Carl Anthony Towns had to score a certain amount of points, but then Chet had to have like 25 combined points and rebounds or something, or maybe it was like 30 in that game. And he was hilarious and distraught the whole game because Chet was was not good offensively in that game. Yeah. Put some, uh, you put some money down on a game, it changes. It also it made it to where he was like silently cheering every time Carl Anthony Towns scored. He was just like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Man. Hey, guys, I'm miffed. I want to talk about it because I don't want to uh, miss, miss being able to talk about it because I'm miffed about it. Yesterday, I open up my fridge, get out of uh, what I want to be a cold beverage. It's not that cold. It's <gasps> like a lukewarm beverage oh um, and i look at my refrigerator and i was like it doesn't look like it's telling like it has the numbers it tells you the, the temperature mm-hmm. it's not telling me uh-oh so i'm like what's going on so i press it around and it starts beeping at me and then it starts clicking at me and i'm like on the thing it's like what does that mean it refrigerator died Oh, no. It's gone. Quick question. When you get in bed and snuggle up, do you say to yourself, mmm, lukewarm? No, because that's not really lukewarm. I'm warm. I'm trying to, I'm warm in my bed. I'm not lukewarm in my bed. No. mm, Lukewarm. No, I did not. Luke, you warm. No, but sometimes when I say, see myself in the mirror, I say, Luke and good. So I have to buy a new refrigerator. Oh no, that's new refrigerators. Sucks. Guess what? Expensive. expensive yeah. But guess what? They do all sorts of stuff. Do you want one that does like a computer on it? They have those. Yeah. Yeah. What is the? You don't want that. What? Do you, you have, have one? one of those? No. You have one. Oh. Do you ever want to look and see into your refrigerator without having to open your refrigerator? No. You can do it. Knock knock, and you can see inside your fridge. Just to make sure everything like that part just gonna break. Like technology just gonna fail. It'll well, be very expensive to yeah. fix it, and then you'll just have a regular fridge. Well, you it. know, I well, I went out and because I was like, well, I want to go buy a new fridge, so I went out and did last night. Oh, yeah. And guess what? It's not gonna break because I bought the little protection plan. What oh. kind did you get? Did you get I one that you can knock, dude. knock, and see through? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Wow. <laughs> I knock, knocked it. I was like. Buying that one. Getting that one. Because like, the thing, and here's the problem. That fits your apartment, though, yeah. to be honest. Here's it the works. problem. Wait, wait. Can I ask a question? Yes. Do you have more than ketchup and olives in your fridge now? <laughs> I have a, a lot of beverages. Do you have more than just ketchup, olives, and beverages? No. Okay. But here's the <laughs> Why thing. Why would you need <laughs> you the need knock like a All you needed was like a countertop fridge. No. Yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. here's the issue. <laughs> The, the the issue that I have is that my Ketchup where my where my uh, refrigerator is it's like cut into like it's into the thing so it, I have I'm working with pretty set dimensions so I didn't realize how deep they're making refrigerators these days yeah they're making them deep 
too deep You're talking for my kitchen. You have to buy a counter depth one. Counter depth. That's what I did. I just, what? We just did this. Guess what? I can look yeah. into it. Guess what? Man, Good we have talked about Charity some of the there. most boring things today. Um, hey! The best things today. <laughs> y'all hey. want to relive my cheese sauce story? <laughs> talk about cheese sauce and mortgages? Dude, <laughs> 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 never felt so old. Oh, my gosh. Um, hey. Hey, listen. Oh, man. Um, Karl Marx. Karl Marx. <laughs> this, has been like, this has been like the weirdest That has to podcast. be the description. Karl Marx, mortgages, <laughs> rates, and refrigerators. <laughs> refrigerator, counter-depth refrigerators, the Friday pod. cheese. Oh, my gosh. Hey, listen. Stephen Adams was traded yesterday. Oh, like, can we talk, about, like, can we talk oh, about something Steve real? Oh, no, not the Rockets, man. Hey. I, he's not playing this year, right? Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah, well, this is for next year. So it's for next year. I, I feel, does it feel wrong to think like, I don't want him to play for the Rockets. That's not wrong. No, that's, that's right. That is the correct feeling. Not in a, but I'm like, not to the point where I would feel like maybe he just his knee is never going to be the same. Jay, but yeah. that feels wrong. Jay, come on, right? Jay, I mean he he has not played a ton of games. Obviously, recently he hasn't. But are the Rockets trading for him? Because they gave what Vic, Vic and, and two twos. I think three twos. Yeah, I mean, so you're trading for Adams on purpose. Like, not yeah. trying to just move salary around or anything. Yeah. So, this year, obviously, he's not played at all. 42 games the year before. Mm. He did play 76 in 21-22, but then 58-63, back to nineteen twenty. his last year with OKC. Mm. And we know, too, and maybe Houston doesn't know this, but Steve-O wears down. Yeah. Throughout. I mean, that's happened since he was, like, 25. Yeah. But he's probably coming off the bench for them. Because they're not going to move Shangoon. He's coming off the bench for them. So he's going to play less minutes. Like, mm-hmm. in theory, it's kind of a perfect thing. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to talk about it as if it's not going to be a factor in my life because I just hate thinking about him wearing a Houston jersey and being good. I know. Yeah. I hate him being a positive person in the locker room there. I know. They just Although, don't man, the Rockets, that. I mean, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, but they are, it's just a different, they feel like they have a purpose more now. And apparently they're, quote-unquote, star hunting this trade season. Yeah. I just don't know who's going to be available that they would like. Yeah. That fits. I, <laughs> I do wrong. think the Nets would at least have to kick the tires on something f- to get their picks back. They've already said no. On the, on the McHale? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, if that's... Yes. Yes. Is that posturing? Is that real? Like, we're in that season mm-hmm. where it's like, are they just saying that to get more? To get yeah, maybe more so. assets? Maybe so. I don't know, because just getting your picks back would make – you could do so much more as far as roster rebuild. Mm-hmm. But I get it. You also are going to take a pretty substantial step back in Brooklyn. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think that's a market and a team that has to at least stay somewhat relevant. Yeah. They, the the ownership group has come out saying that they would rather have a mediocre team that competes every night yeah. than tank. That makes – I mean, so. I get – I and I – I don't get it, but I understand it, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah. What do you think? So we are also moving into the trade deadline, which is next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you and McKelly and Alex will have a ton of content on this, but mm-hmm. what's your best guess for the Thunder? Probably something small would be my guess. How small? I mean, I... I Like a Caruso small? I know you don't love that. That's That, that would be like a, a big addition. That, he you would, feel that's big. 
I think PJ Washington's a big addition. Yeah, those are big additions. Because, I mean, they would, like, for sure be in the rotation every night okay. kind of guys. I, I mean, I, I would be surprised if they don't find a trade partner for, for Bertans just because that contract just seems imminently tradable because of the way that it's structured. I would be really surprised if they didn't use that. And it also goes back to, if you, if you in case you've forgotten, like if you're listening you forgot, is earlier in the year they restructured the second year, so it's not dependent on his games played, although he's already missed that anyway. I was going to say, I, I still can't quite grasp how they restructured the re- it the reasoning for that but what whatever it is i mean it's it's, it's guaranteed at like five million five million guaranteed next year team option so so 19 this year have, five next year yeah i mean hit, there's an early termination option on it and so they could I mean, a team could acquire him and then save a lot of money what what percentage do you think a chance do you think that the thunder will make a trade like how seventy-five sure percent uh, chance I think they'll make a trade. Yes, Ooh. I think. Man, I don't know. I just feel like they have too many picks in this draft. So even if I think a small move that you're talking about that would make sense is like doing one of those where a team that needs ass, like draft picks this next year but doesn't need them in five or six years. You know, some of these contenders that are low on they need low value contracts or, or low cost mm-hmm. contracts. Like I could see them. Hey, we'll give you the Jazz first this year for your first in 2030. Yeah, you know, I know they've already done that with the Nuggets. They've already done mm-hmm. that, you know. And so, I, I, yeah. I, here's my prediction. Prediction. I think that they're going my to. My prediction. I know. I didn't. All right. Uh, <laughs> I actually think they're going to make a move, and it's going to be a player that's going to contribute on the team this year here's what uh, here's uh, here's i think i'm i'm smelling what you're stepping in and i don't know who it is it's called Jeez. three month lebron james lebron james there is there's like a negative chance that that happens here yeah. you're telling me lebron isn't just i in our market uh-huh. like i really uh-huh. need to just I yeah need to get to oklahoma city yeah the thunder are like man how can we spend 60 million dollars on one player who's 40 years old next <sighs> yep. year hey Taylor, what do you think? Trade deadline. I just want them to like just swing really big mm. on players that they like. They can, so why not? I don't like, like overpay. Yeah, just do it. Like who? Any of the Nets guys we've talked about. Just whoever they like. Just do more than what everyone else. I don't care. I just make a big swing. Give three just first do it. for Cam Johnson. We well, you know what happens when you, sometimes we take a big swing. Big whiff. That's fine. You know what else happens when you take a big swing? Dingers, baby. Home runs. Boings. Right. You just got to go for it. This is the team you, you have do. now. I, I, just I, go for I it. I think you go for it. I think, they get a, I think they should get a big wing. A big wing shooter. That's what I think. Jonathan Isaac available? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, man. I'm He's like, so theoretical. Yeah, I mean, but that feels more in line with what Sam has done in the past, except for the Kendrick move. Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, if you want to overpay for him, like, sure. Taylor's been working out. A big wing. They just are so he can't highly shoot it, valued though. in the entire NBA. Like, everybody wants a big wing. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I want Yeah, one. and we can we have the assets to get them. We have yeah. way yeah, more assets than the other Yeah, but who's going to get rid of one is the question. That's the, 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 mean, that's Nets. the Nets. Like, the Nets. The Nets. Speaking of big so wings, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, it's not small anymore. Probably Finney Smith or Royce O'Neal. Probably before Cam Johnson would get moved. Oh. It would be. Uh, I mean, like any of those three, 
would feel like, all right, cool, very positive. Just one mood. more guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Any do you the Thunder have any any likelihood of adding somebody in a buyout market? Do you have any somebody asked that question on Twitter, but it's like, are there any candidates for the buyout market that are valuable? Uh I mean, I don't know. There's always gonna be somebody that like Gordon Hayward may be bought out. You know. Like that would that's one that I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And we do this every year though with buyout market where it's like it's every single year. They're rarely they don't really rarely help. impactful. You, you, people get excited about I mean, remember Markeith? Oh yeah. Like how excited were we about Markeith? Yeah. And how, uh, how bad was Markeith? I like Fisher, obviously. Derek Fisher's Butler like was Derek Fisher one. was an impactful one. Cron Butler also felt like, oh my gosh, we got Cron Butler. And I they know. got here and he was like, Man, he is not good. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work. All right. Yeah. I mean, bye. Rarely are these guys like truly impactful. Who's your dream? Who's your dream for next week? I mean, the dream would be Cam Johnson. Okay. What would you give for him? I would give all the first for this upcoming draft. Yeah. Even your own? There we go. Now we're cooking. Yeah. Cooking with yeah. fish grease. Because even if they lost every game from here on out, they would still have yeah. a, a lot middle of the lottery pick. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I would hate, trade Bertans so and all the twenty twenty, all the twenty uh, twenty three. What are the three total Jazz best of like the Clippers, Rockets, picks. Thunder, or something? Yeah, Rockets, Clippers, Jazz, yeah, Thunder. Give them away. Just yeah, I would rather to me after like watching a lot of the guys in this draft. I would rather have a guy that has like a three-year contract like Cam does yeah. that you know is going to be good yeah. than like draft one of these dudes. There are gonna, there's going to be a lot of guys in this draft that are, get drafted in the first round that have like almost no NBA career. And I, I will say that does mean a lot coming from Andrew because you are usually very optimistic about draft picks and yes. draft guys over – Guys that Existing are in the players. NBA. Yes. Yeah. So if you're saying that, that means that they're they really, really, really do that. Yeah. This draft is really bad. I I don't like Which a lot of the stinks that it's like that's the one that you have three or four picks in. Yeah, but then now you have three or four picks. Just throw them. Go get whoever you want. They just don't have a, I mean, if the Thunder don't value them that highly, not everybody else is. So that's, like, the, that's the thing is that the other teams have watched and, the, and they're like, yeah, we don't want three picks in this draft. Yeah. Are you kidding? I mean... I don't know the guys that the guys that I mean Cody Williams is really good Kyle Filipowski like guys that I think could play could play for the Thunder I'm not even that big on Sar really like I I don't think Sar comes into the to the league next year and plays an impactful role for the Thunder yeah like he'd be he'd they're not going to get Cody Williams he's going to go first or second probably Filipowski I mean maybe that's somebody that Kyle Filipowski will be like in the mid first round and I wonder if the Rockets continue to slide like. Yeah, they're outside of the play-in, so they're, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not a bad pick right now. Yeah. It's not going to be top three, which is where it's protected. Yeah. Or top, yeah, top three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that this is the one of the most fun times of the NBA season, man. Yeah. We've got one week. We have the trade deadline. Then the next week, I think, unless my timeline is off, is the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. So, and the Thunder are going to be well represented in Indianapolis and uh, hopefully at the same time able to get some rest and get ready for the rest of the season. Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of expect big things coming out of the All Star break for this team. Yeah. 
And, and to be clear, I would be really surprised if they did something like big, like the Cam Johnson deal. I or think they like will. That. I would be so Wait happy. I'd be so happy. Emergency if pod. They did, I just don't think it's going to happen. I blocked my entire Thursday out for this exact moment. Yeah. Mainly because I'm just so easily distracted on trade deadline day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tune in on the Athletic NBA Show's YouTube page where Dave DeFore and I are going to do a video for every single trade, even if it's just a salary dump. Oh, really? So, so you're just going to stay on and just go live right after it happens? We won't go or? live. We'll just we'll make a video and then it will be published quickly. Oh, okay. But then we'll go live after the, like, when the bell rings. Uh, we're going to go live with... With DeFore and Seth Partnow and Moda Keel. I'll be on there too. Very cool. So at some point it. you'll probably get some down to dunk content too. If there's a trade too, we'll be going live here for sure. Oh man, get ready for so, a lot of Luke laying down in bed. He'll be at work. I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. It's well, the middle of the day. Probably won't get out. Then we won't get out then. We're yeah. getting a big trade. I I would be so happy if that happened. I have I have major doubts about it, but that would be so cool. It's happening. It'd be so cool. Uh, all right. Anything else before we go? No. Thunder play the Charlotte Hornets tonight here in Oklahoma City. Yep. And, uh, Toronto on Sunday. No guarantee on either one of those games because that's kind of what the Thunder have done in the last 10. Mm-hmm. I do feel fairly confident, but who knows? At yep. least it's not at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Although the Raptors game. It's at 6. Okay. That's right, because next week is the Super Bowl, and they play, the, I think, the Kings, Kings at, like, 2. Yeah, Kings at 2 p.m. It's at home, though. Prepare for weirdness. I'm going. That's going to be my daughter's first uh, Thunder game. I'll be there, right. too. Kings game. Wow. Awesome. So great. I'll probably be there for about 20 minutes, and then we'll have to go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'll get her face painted, and she'll eat popcorn, and, and then we'll probably leave. for a minute, and then yeah. leave. She'll look at you and say, why are we here, Dad? I want to go. Can we go to the park? <laughs> I don't like this. They got rid of yeah. the Thunder Kids Zone. Like they used to have that place where they could run around and shoot yeah. hoops and yeah. Things, uh, they do have a lot of things for kids, though. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Still. Um if you missed it yesterday, Zach Lowe came on the Down to Dunk podcast. And it's uh it's on YouTube. It's on the podcast feed. Um go Fantastic. check that out. Fantastic. Go check that out. Fantastic, man. And uh there's literally nothing else to achieve. That's it. We should just end the show. No. I enjoy Someone it said much. uh Bill Simmons is next. How do you feel about that? I have no connection to Bill Simmons whatsoever. Would you do that? Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. My wife bought my son. because My talking. wife bought my son. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>